BizQuick podcast hits on the struggles and advantages of being an entrepreneur. It's for anyone who's made the commitment to burn the boats and not look back. Are you a busy entrepreneur or small business owner trying to do it all? Then this podcast is for you. Corey and Julie will take you through the details of building a strong business. Hit the subscribe button and gear up for another episode of BizQuick Podcast. Hello and welcome to BizQuick. I'm Julie. I'm Corey. <laughs> hey, we're continuing our Defeat the Chaos series. So we're pulling in our favorite guest interviews from our radio show, Defeat the Chaos, and we're turning them into podcasts. So all of our BizQuick listeners, you have an opportunity to hear some of our favorite uh, interviews that we have. And today's interview is with Jake Thompson. He is the chief encouragement officer over at Compete Every Day. And uh, he's just a, he's a, he's a good human. He's a very good human. And um, such an interesting conversation. I loved this interview. I thought it was a great interview. Great. Yeah, I did that one on purpose. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it, it, it was a, I enjoyed it as well. And I just wanted to say real quick before we jump into that, if you were a guest on Defeat the Chaos and we didn't feature your show on this series, do better next time. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. yes. Uh, Take so, a note. <laughs> yes. So Jake, uh, I don't. Did you say that he was on our our podcast as well? I did not okay, say yeah. that. So we had him on our podcast as well. So we uh, two different conversations, but very similar conversations with Jake. Uh, we I don't remember what we talked about on the the podcast. It was so long ago, but we got into um, motivation with him and and. Uh, just really that whole mindset of motivation with right him. because you and I had a very differing opinions. I say motivation is overrated, and you believe it's needed. And I don't think motivation is going to do shit for you. Sure. Yeah. Did I say that? You did. I say a lot of things, Julie. All right. Yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, the uh, well, and it's funny because now I'm thinking about that um, that LinkedIn article that. Uh, we put out there about the motivational phrases and how dumb they are. Yes. But, but I wrote that one. You did. So I don't know if I like motivation anymore. I take it back. Everything I, everything I said on this interview, I take it back. <laughs> well, I just, actually, when you explain it, what's funny is when you explain it during this interview to Jake, what you think keeps you going, you think you're explaining motivation, but you're not you and he even says to you that's exactly right Corey. you're actually giving like you need something bigger than motivation you're talking about your why and it's kind of it's kind of funny so i don't think i think you just wanted to disagree with me well that's generally i mean you know that's that's how we that's how we do this right right, right? Yes, yeah yes exactly because yeah. if we agreed on everything this would be a boring show it would be. Yeah. It would be. Because, you know, what's interesting is I, I don't know if it's interesting or not. I must stop saying that. This was, It might only be interesting to me. Maybe it's just annoying. I frequently listen to Andy Frasilla's podcast, Real AF, right? But only certain episodes because I don't like the Q&AF. I don't, uh, I don't care. I listen to the CTI, CTI. So it's basically DJ and Andy Cruz, the internet. <laughs> and they pick some headlines and they talk about it. And the thing that happens so frequently, and maybe it's just this is the way it is, but everything that Andy says, DJ says, I agree 100%. Agree. I agree 100% with that. And I'm like, 
Do you like everything he said? Like, that's so weird. Like, I agree with like maybe 5% of what you say. And that's pushing it. <laughs> Very much so. Yes. Very much so. Frankly, I think you're a little bit fucking insane. I would agree with that. Yes. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yes. A hundred percent all the time. No. Yeah. It's it, like you need to have that just in life. You need to have that conflict. You need to have that pushback. You need to have people challenging you. Otherwise you don't yeah. grow. Conflict with you is hard though. That's fine. Cause you are a bully. I am a bully. <laughs> I agree. One hundred percent. Exactly. But this one was this this podcast. One of the things that I liked about it is um, we talked about, and I honestly don't remember if it was me or that or you that was talking about when people say I'm not mo- motivated like you. I could never own my own business, and like that's that's not motivation. <laughs> that's discipline and consistent acts and the overwhelming feeling of not wanting to fail and pushing yourself for us. That's, that's not motivation. There's nothing motivating. Like I'm not. Um, motivation isn't what keeps me moving with SB Pace or Certivium or a radio show or the podcast. That's not motivation. What What is it? That's I'm not failing. No. I, I will not fail. So that's drive. Yeah, yeah. it's drive and discipline. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and it, it's, uh, I guess, it, it can be confused uh, or, you know, maybe somewhat synonymous at times where you wake up in the morning and, yeah, it would be nice to, to sleep in or... Yeah, I don't want to do X, Y, and Z today, but you have to. You have to sit down and say, you know what? It's th- this is something that has to happen regardless of whether or not I want it to happen. Right, right. And so I don't know. Is that motivation? No. Or is that, uh, so that's drive? That's drive. Yeah, motivation sucks. Listen, if we if you only did something when you were motivated, it would never get shit done. We're lucky if we feel motivation like one day a week. Oh, so that's the royal you, not me in general. It's the royal. Okay, yes. Gotcha. Yes. I was like, all right, well, that was mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not talking about you. I'm just yeah. talking in general. Okay. Like most people don't feel motivation doesn't work like that. It really doesn't. And uh, because, I mean, we're designed to be lazy. We're designed to be, like do easy things. Like like our body, like, like our, our body needs that challenge. Like if we didn't get the literal pushback from gravity, like our bones would be super brittle. Like your body needs it, but you have like it's it's something that you have to do. It's not because you want to do it. Because yeah. if you could just float in outer space and never do anything, I mean, your body would be cool with that because it's like cool. I don't have to work anymore. But then it would atrophy and die. Yes, much, much like your business, not your <laughs> business. That was the royal usual. Are, <laughs> are, are you talking about SBVs? <laughs> No, that was the royal you. Oh, yes. okay. Yes. Yeah, I was going to say, there's no atrophying and dying over here. All right. Well, listen, this one, you're going to love this interview. Jake is amazing, and I highly encourage you to stick around, listen to all of it, and tune in for the whole series. And, hell, you should probably just listen to all our stuff because we put out some good content. That is correct. It's, I would dare say, great content. <laughs> yes. All right. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with the interview with Jake. Welcome back to the show, everybody, and welcome to Jake Thompson. He is the Chief Encouragement Officer. Did I get that right? Yes, of Compete Every Day. How are you doing today, Jake? Great, great. Excited to join the show this morning. 
We are so glad to have you here. You're just, I'm a huge fan of yours and love following your work and everything that you're doing and buying all your t-shirts. So, <laughs> um, it's, it's nice to have you on the show. Thanks for carving out some time for us. Absolutely. Then, so we covered some big topics on the front end. I think <laughs> you heard most of them. <laughs> yeah. Coming out of the gate swinging this morning. Yeah. The, yeah, well, uh, the motivation one I actually really appreciated because I, I had a similar discussion that y'all had this morning with a speaker who he is heavy in motivation. And I'm similar to you, Julie. I believe that you have to have a why. You've got to have that motive to take action, the big picture, what you want to create, what you want to do. But the feeling of motivation is completely overrated. And it prevents most people from taking action because they wait for that feeling versus creating a plan and working the process regardless of how they feel. I mean, heck, we know this feelings are feelings are dangerous to listen to because you would always hit the snooze button. You'd never get out of bed early. Like y'all talked about that, that four, 5 a.m. wake up call to attack the day. You would say what you might regret later at all points. You, you know, when we listen to our feelings, we get into a dangerous spot. And I think that also ties into the second part of your conversation about the manipulation of data and that people are doing what they feel they're entitled to or should do versus how do we actually share this data. Um, and there's some really interesting stuff out there around it where most people from a survey standpoint that are really worried in 2022 about getting COVID are people that have been vaccinated and boosted. And those that have only been vaccinated or unvaccinated, it's a far smaller statistic are actually worried about like severe consequences of getting it. They just kind of assume I'm going to get it. Isn't so it's that- a really interesting uh, deal how our feelings play into how we show up. Um, but the feeling of motivation is one of the most overrated things in the world because you're lucky if you get it once a week, lucky, you just kind of got to teach yourself to go do the work. Yeah. And nobody wants to do hard work, which is the, the thing, especially nowadays, nobody wants to work period, but the, <laughs> uh, that data point is, is what should be the, and I, I, I believe in motivation a little bit more than y'all do. But for me, that data point is, let's say if, if I want to uh, buy uh, whatever time, like there's, let's say the, the Richmond marathon is coming up, which is not for another like 10 months, but that's probably plenty of time for me. Who's never run a marathon to actually train for one. I know like I need to get motivated to run a, you know, sign up for the marathon. So that's my motivation to get going, but then I need to follow these data points of, all right, I have to get up at 5am and run X number of miles every single day in order to hit that goal. And that should be my motivation when I wake up and I'm feeling tired and I'm, I'm doing all these feelings as you look at the data and you have to put the feelings away to say, if I don't do this thing today, I can't hit that goal. Yeah. I, you just, I, you hit the point. You're going to wake up feeling tired, feeling like you're not going to do it. The feelings are going to trick you, but you looked at how, what's my commitment. I've got to do this to hit the goal, the why, the reason. So yep. the feeling is what's dangerous. And I think that, Julie, correct me if I'm wrong, the feeling is what you talk about when you're like, it's bullshit. Yeah. Because the feeling's so dangerous. The yeah. reason is important, but the feeling isn't. I, I agree. Yes, that's exactly what I was saying. And I, I think it's funny because I, what I, when I encounter people who 
are most likely to, they're probably not entrepreneurs. They may be working a corporate job or something, you know, work for a small business, whatever. And there's, and this isn't me like shitting on that. That's just that the, the, these comments typically come from people who are not entrepreneurs where they'll say, I'm not motivated like you. I could never own my own business. I could never do a podcast regularly. And it's like, motivation has very little to do with what keeps us going, right? It's the discipline. It's the consistent acts. It is the the overwhelming desire to not fail and know that the only way that we can keep going is by actually having discipline built into our day. Because I'm telling you, there's a lot of days when I do not want to get up and do things on social media and I do not want to make sales calls but if I expect money to be put into the bank account, I've got to do those things. And it is not motivation that gets them done. Yeah. You put yourself in a position where it's on you to succeed and you have to do that. And, and as you said, it's individuals that have never been in that position or never put themselves in a position to know that, I mean, getting the bills paid and putting food on the table, like that's on me to pick up the phone and work and grow the business. And it's not just showing up, clocking in, clocking out and just getting by that's a whole different mindset. And I think it shifts over obviously to all of your life to where you understand, like, I've got to be disciplined enough to take action on these things. Otherwise, I'm never going to get there. I'm going to be in a really bad spot. I can't just kind of float through life for lack of a better phrase and just getting by because that doesn't work when you're growing a business and, and trying to achieve big goals. It, that, completely true if you're that type of person, but the world needs drones. We need people to do the do the the manual labor, and 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 there's nothing wrong with that because I mean everybody gets their their um, sense of satisfaction, their sense of worth from other things. So while people like ourselves want to go out and just and and build and build and be better, some people that they uh, they live to take time off, they live mm-hmm. to spend time with their family, and not to I mean you know. None of us, like, it's not like we're neglecting families over here, but I am. Well, that's fine. I'm, not. Um, <laughs> I'm but, kidding. <laughs> but it, it, like, it's what's important to you and what's what is like driving you to yeah. do, like, to exist in life. Um, and I mean, there are plenty of people who have no reason to exist, but. <laughs> well, like, what you said right there, I mean, not the no reason to exist. The, the prior point of like, they don't have the desire to go build something 100%. And the people that that want to support those building stuff are crucial as entrepreneurs for, for our businesses and our teams. The key is, do you have a purpose in what you do? Do you know why you're doing the work you do? And do you take pride in how you show up and do it? And I think those matter the most. And, and from an entrepreneurial standpoint, we have a driven purpose to build something and create something and grow where somebody else may be like, you know, my purpose is to help this company or this entrepreneur, because I believe in what they're doing, but really it's to create income, to go travel with my family, to do these things. But because of that, I take pride in how I show up and how I work every day. And that I think is the biggest missing element for most people in America today is being willing to show up and do the hard work and take pride in the work you do versus just doing enough to get paid and not get fired. And I'm like, this is going to be way off topic from what we were supposed to. What we were. <laughs> we can talk about. efficiency. We can talk effectiveness. Well, that's fine. We don't have to talk. No, about this that. is a great conversation. But like, how much of that is on the person, and how much of that do you think is on the business owner, the boss? Like, if I if if all I'm doing is expecting my team to show up at nine and leave at five and do 
mindless data entry in, you know, during those eight hours and they're not motivated and they're, they don't have pride in their job, how much of that really falls on them and how much of that falls on me that I'm not challenging them, I'm not giving them something to be proud of. Yeah, it's, it's kind of the, I, in a, a very poor comparison, um, but the negative cycles you see in family groups sometimes um, that, you know, from an alcoholism, they've been around it, they've seen it. Some people just follow the, the trend and some people decide to break the trend. And in companies, and I've seen this a ton firsthand, is a lot of people that are at the top that are leading, that are managing, were never taught how to manage, how to lead, how to pour into employees. So they're just doing what they've been told and what they've been taught. So they actually don't know any better. So I think it's a combination of people are just doing what they want to do to get by because they don't like what they do and they feel like I have to have a job. And then you have a large group as well that the managers and leaders within organizations are not helping those people understand and see their path. And so one of the things I talked to about our leaders is, does your team know what they're supposed to do? Most, most people can answer that. Do they know why it matters? And that's a big drop-off because a lot of people don't understand what their role, they know what it does, but they don't know why it matters to the big picture or to the person you're trying to serve. And then the kicker is, do you understand why your current job or how your current job helps you get to where you want to go? And that is the smallest percentage. And the leaders that will take the time to explain and share and tell the story of why their work matters. And then, hey, listen, I know you've told me what your goals are. We've connected on a personal level. I know where you want to go. Here's how this role puts you in a position to learn the skills to eventually get there, whether it's within our company or outside of it. That gives the person the, the motivation, the why, not the feeling, but the actual why they show up, that purpose in their work. And then they can take pride knowing that me answering the phone every day and greeting people may not be my favorite thing, but it's allowing me to build the skill of connecting with individuals that I know I'm going to need when I get that sales role that I ultimately want down the road. So I think a lot of people are, are clocking and clocking out because they haven't been trained. That's what they've seen all of their life. And that's just what's expected. And I think over the next, I mean, really, we've seen so many people resign and leave companies and, and this big change right now that people want to feel appreciated and they want to know that the work they do matters, whether it matters to changing the world or it matters to changing that customer's experience, they want to know that they made an impact. And so as leaders, those of us listening on the show today, if we've never taken the time to one, build relationship with the people that work for us and two, understand where they want to go and then help them connect the dots, they're going to be just looking at it as a job. They're probably not going to take a ton of pride in the work they do unless they're one of those people that they were raised in the environment that we always take pride in our work. We always work hard, but that isn't always the case. People haven't kind of grown up in that. And so it's on us in the workplace to educate and train them by helping them see how to get to where they want to go. And I think a lot of companies don't do that because they don't know how, or they're terrified of pouring into people and those people leaving. But isn't it the Steve Jobs quote, like, what happens if we train all our people and they leave? And the response is, what happens if we don't and they stay? Yes. Like, it's terrible. So yeah. why not pour into people and, and then when you recruit and you hire, it's not about, hey, help us come sell more widgets. It's, hey, come work with this amazing team and we're going to help you build the skills 
to get to where you want to go in life, whether that's here or somewhere else. We hope you stay. We hope you contribute to our culture. But if you have bigger goals and you want to go do something else, we want to help you because we know if we pour into you and make you better, you're going to help us be better in that process. I, I Honestly, the way that you just broke that down, the simplicity of that is, it's, I think, the best I've ever heard that framed up ever. And it, you know, I, I had so many thoughts as you're going through it. I'm thinking about like how this can benefit, like, you know, every business out there, there isn't a business that couldn't benefit from just those, you know, three steps that you just talked through about those three questions to ask and that pouring into employees. And years ago, as an example, years ago, I was working for a, um, a software company, right? And I was in a leadership position and I was building a very big team. And there were three people that joined my team that didn't have the skills for the job that I hired them for. And I knew going in, they didn't have the skills, right? They were, they were entry level, but they were hungry and they had the right attitude. And all three of them, I poured into in terms of making sure they got the training that they needed And as other opportunities came to them inside and outside of the company, I viewed my responsibility as helping them make the decision that was going to be best for their career and best for their families. And to this day, this is like almost 15 years ago, to this day, all three of them still, every time they have a career decision to make, they call me. Every time they have a huge win or an opportunity, they tell me. And any, t- I know I could call on any of them for help and they would return that favor immediately because we had built that relationship. But it was all about making sure that they had what they need and they understood what their role was in the company and how they could best be successful. And so it became like, they're probably three of the people that I'm most proud of for ever having worked for me because they just, they're all three hugely successful now and they just kept growing and growing and growing. And it, it's, it's fun to watch them more than anything else and see where their career has taken them at this point. I, I would say on that note, Julie, as well, I was telling one of my clients the other day, cause we had, this, we were talking the same topic for their team because they had somebody leave And, you know, anytime somebody leaves your team, you just get beat up. Like, you're like, man, we love them. They were a great employee. And we we had this whole conversation of investing and training in them. And I said, if they left on good terms, they came in and were better when they left than when they started. And they know you poured into them. They're going to be one of your biggest recruiters. Like, if they, they leave to go do something else that was always their passion, they're going to be able to talk so highly about your company that, can't say that. A lot of employees leave companies and they talk terrible about it. Bad experience. They didn't care about me. And so that investment in the relationship, in the goal, and in helping them connect the dots, that becomes almost a recruiting tool for you long-term that you can continue to use that relationship, even though they're not there anymore, to help add more people who might be an opportunity to be poured into or to grow and and could be better long-term fits. And that's one of the things that people, uh, you, you want to hoard, for lack of a better term, your good employees. You don't want them to leave because if you've spent this time and they're good employees and all that. But the, like you said, Jake, is that they're a great recruiting tool for you because in this day and age, people talk and they talk all across the world. And there's this little thing called the internet that we might be on right now that 
um, that is used for sharing all that information. And if you are a good employer and if you treat your people well, and even if you're constantly turning people over because they're just using you as a stepping stone to get somewhere else, there's going to be a line of people who want to get into your business because they want that same opportunity. And it's, it's going to benefit everybody, including your customers. It's just, it's a win, win, win. <laughs> In the words of Michael Scott. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's I, I agreement. It is a win-win-win. Yeah. So we are um, getting uh, close on time here on this uh, segment of the show. But before we go, Jake, um, can you tell our listeners how they can get in touch with you, how they can find out more if they want to buy a t-shirt or your book? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, CompeteEveryday.com. I make it super easy uh, for those listening. If you're an ambitious person, you're trying to build the habits, the focus, or really the mentality to go get your goals, to build your business, to achieve your best life. CompeteEveryday.com is the best starting point to check it out and would love to connect. If you heard us today on the show riff on a ton of other things that we didn't even plan about, but had a great conversation. And that's the thing with business is you, you can plan, 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 but you never know what's going to get thrown at you and you're just going to have to adapt. So I think we did a good job today of demonstrating that. Yeah, we definitely did. We didn't even cover the comparison versus competition, which was the topic I was really excited or about. effective versus efficient. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically, we didn't talk about anything we planned on talking about. Yeah, Jake. so we'll have to have you back on the show at some point yeah. to cover those topics. <laughs> I just won't tune in to the first 15 minutes or so, so I'll get all jazzed up about the pre pre-topics. well we really appreciated having you on and thank you so much for being so generous with your time today jake we um this was this was great honestly you're a really good guest and i as i was listening to you talk i was reminded of what what makes you such a great speaker and and really help people with mindset and understanding how they can go out and compete every day so thank you for your time yeah thanks julie uh, for everybody out there, make sure to go check out Jake's website, competeeveryday.com. And we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back after this to talk about current events. Well, we hope that you enjoyed that replay of our interview on Defeat the Chaos. And you can check out all of our live shows on Defeat the Chaos. It's on the Voice America Business Channel every Thursday at 9 a.m. And be sure to check out our other podcasts on BizQuick Podcast. We release those every Tuesday and Thursday. Julie, you got anything else? I do not. Thanks for tuning in.